Okay, I have been looking and have not found a teacher to come into the house to educate my children. I have put the word out on Twitter and Facebook and did everything except put some yard signs out. Uh, because I just was not ready for my kids to go back into the classroom. The hustle and bustle of getting four kids out of the house every day um, is what led me to have to shave my head because my hair was falling out. You know, I got Cameron in school with Brandon's Valentine gifts. Daniel has Cameron's boots on and Andrew doesn't have his lunch. It, it's a, just a mess. And so I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I enjoyed being home with my children during the pandemic, during the virtual school, we got out of bed, we ate breakfast, we sat down, we got in um, our classrooms, logged in, and while they were in school virtually, I was making lunch and, you know, had a lot of extra time um, that I didn't have to spend getting them ready for school um, and, and then picking them up and, and decompressing and getting the boots off and, and, and going through the backpacks and then sitting down and, and, and doing the homework. You know, and, and then when virtual school was over, we had time to go outside and play for an hour. And then we came in and I, you know, what do you want to eat? And, you know, had that extra time. But I have not been able to find a teacher to hire to come in here and educate my kids. Nobody has uh, signed up online to answer my, my Facebook and Twitter messages. I even posted an ad on Indeed.com and haven't gotten one response yet. So if I don't get a teacher by Wednesday, uh, I'm going to have to send my kids back to school. And that means I'm going to have to get more thoughtful about time and meal prep. Um, and, you know, it, it can't be wait until it's time for dinner to decide what we want to eat. You know, we got to be strategic about it. It's one of me and four of them. I'm a divorced parent now. Sean's not in the house, so nobody's coming to rescue me. Um, and, and But thankfully, um, I got a grocery store here in Cottage Grove, Hy-Vee. Uh, they've got registered dietitians. Who knew? I'm just nosy enough that I passed by the office one day and said, hey, who's in there? What y'all in there doing? And did not know that they were there to help customers uh, like me with meal prep. And, and so one of the things that they're doing that they have coming up is called a freezer meal workshop. It's happening this Thursday. Um, and uh, Melissa Yeager is a registered dietitian with Hy-Vee. And she is joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Baker Hotline to talk about the freezer meal workshop. Melissa, girl, save me. Because just thinking about all the work that I have to do that goes into getting these kids back to school and ready and prepared and not rushing, but, you know, taking my time to get them out there. And then, you know, when they come home, having that meal ready um, is really important. And, and, you know, you, you, you talk about getting organized, talk about time management. Meal prep is a real important part of that. And so I'm going to be going to this um, freezer meal workshop, have in this Thursday, August 25th. But but I also want you to to tell folks who haven't signed up who don't know who don't know about it, but who are moms like me? I, I don't know if you know some folks get anxious because of the snow. I get anxious because school is starting back. And that's a whole lot of work when you got four kids. And, and and so this is our first time going back in person. And this freezer meal workshop is really gonna help me get organized. Yes, back to school season is truly just back to busy season. There's so much more to schedule and coordinate and throwing one more 
kink in there trying to figure out what you're going to be serving your family for dinner, trying to create balanced meals so that the kiddos are fueled and ready to learn each day at school. So that's why Hy-Vee has designed these freezer meal workshops led by our team of Hy-Vee dietitians. And right now, to be so convenient for everybody, we're doing them virtually so that you can attend from the comfort of your own home. And what I like is that in just one hour of these classes led by a dietitian, you'll prep five freezer-ready meals that can serve a family of four to six people each. So it's going to allow you that time back into your schedule so that when you are trying to figure out what am I serving the kiddos for dinner tonight, you can pull that meal out of the freezer in the morning, get it thawed, ready to cook up, or cooked up in your slow cooker while you're at work for the day, picking up the kids, and then by the time you walk in the door, your meal is ready to be served to the whole family. And if you know that you, say, can't attend this class this Thursday at 12 o'clock, register anyways because we record the classes and we do send out a recording of the class afterwards just in case you missed it or maybe you want to go back and see how we prepped a certain recipe and then that way you can prep everything later so that you're not missing out on a class that you wanted to attend with recipes that you wanted to learn. And this is the thing. I I have to tell you that I get anxious um, when it gets ready for mealtime because I'm like, okay, I have the same damn chicken. Um, how many things can I do with this chicken? These kids are going to be tired of eating this macaroni. You know, they're going to be tired of these noodles. They're going to be tired of this broccoli. Um, it's some, only so many different things I can do with it. And, and so for me, um, you know, I, I really need the education about how to make mealtime fun still for my kids and how not to make it stressful for me. Because I, I, I'm serious. When I start thinking, Melissa, about you know, have meals ready after the kids have been in school all day and, and getting prepared and, and not waiting until the last minute. Um, it, it causes me some anxiety, um, but that's what this class is for. It's to, you know, to give, to give me the tools and the information and, and not just me, but other parents who have kids, you know, an opportunity to get ahead of the curve, to get these things done and square it away and freeze it or cook it in the slow cooker and, and have some other options so that we can get back to enjoying mealtime, right? Exactly. We want it to be a stress-free experience. So when you register for class, you're going to receive a registration link to our Heidi Isles online shopping with all the materials you need loaded into your grocery cart grouped together so that you can take inventory of maybe what you already have in your pantry at home, maybe take a few things off the list, and then just place the order so that you can either get it delivered straight to your door or pick it up at the store. Or if you prefer to go in and shop as a family and have the kiddos kind of know what's coming up on the menu, then you can see and show them the different recipes and the ingredients, get all those together. And then as a family, if you wanted to do the class together, you could have the kiddos helping wash some of the produce or opening up the freezer bags, helping you load items in so that that way the kiddos are more likely to enjoy the foods that they're eating and trying some of these new recipes because we want to do recipes that are family friendly and that can really help you get your day either off to the right start if we're throwing in a breakfast recipe that month or getting your dinners ready so that you would have enough to pack some leftovers for lunch the next day for yourself or family for work. So we want to make sure that it's a great experience for everybody involved. And the menus for each class change monthly. So maybe you take a look at the August menu this week and you know that your kiddos would maybe eat half of it and you could save the other half and that would be for your lunches. But then come September for National Family Meals Month, we're doing a whole new menu with more recipes. So that way each month you can get some new recipes under your belt to mix up that same old chicken or broccoli or whatever it is that you're serving at home so that each month you have some new and different fun family meals that you can try out 
And best of all, we're offering one free workshop per household right now with a special promo code. So the promo code is Family Meals 2022. All capitalized. You just enter it in when you're ready to check out and attend class. Apply that promo code and you'll get the class for free either this August class or our September classes coming up. And that way you guys can get started and see what a class is like without having to worry about, will everybody love the recipes? Do I like the preparation style? Is this meal prep right for me and my family? So that way you can test it out, get some new family meals under your belt, and really enjoy dinner time again instead of it becoming an anxiety-ridden or stressful event each day. All right. Now, where can folks go? Because a couple of my autism moms are hitting me up. <laughs> I'm like, y'all know I'm in the show. My auntie is hitting me up. I'm like, y'all act like, okay, so I, I get it. Y'all are listening, but I can't be looking down at my phone, responding to y'all and talking to Melissa about the, the freezer meal workshop. Okay, girl. So they know that it's uh, the uh, on this Thursday at noon. They've got the code family meals 2022. Where can they sign up? So they're going to head to hyvee.com backslash health, and there is a dietitian tab under there that lists a bunch of our upcoming services. And if you scroll down just a little bit there, you're going to see the freezer meal prep workshop. And then you'll just follow the link directly to register. And like I said, once you register, you'll get that shopping list and everything that you need to get yourself started and set up and ready for class this Thursday or for one of our September classes if you choose. And then that way you guys can have family meals ready for the family, ready for back to school season so that this transition isn't so stressful on you and your family and you know that you're feeding your family a nutritious meal. Girl, thank you. Girl, just just talking about this has calmed me down. I think a, I had a couple of strands of hair grow back on my head because, um, you know, we all have an adjustment to make. Things are going to be different when we go back to school this year. A lot of people who were virtual are coming back into the classroom. A lot of people who were virtual um, don't have that option anymore, like my family. Um, you know, everybody's gone up a grade. Some folks are in junior high now and not in elementary school or they're heading off to high school. And so anything that parents can get, any hacks, any help that's out there and available, um, I love to tell them about it, especially when I find out about stuff. So when I found out about Hy-Vee's, freezer meal workshop happening this thursday online at noon um i wanted to invite melissa on to talk to you about it melissa yeager has been here courtesy of the john schuster caldwell banker hotline y'all head to high v to find out more we'll be right back it is 122 you're listening to the shaletta show on news talk 830 wcco radio your good neighbor station thank you all so much for spending part of your morning and afternoon with me. I do not take your time lightly. I was over at Woodwinds Hospital yesterday, Carrie. Um, I had an appointment to check and make sure I, everything's working properly. And, um, you know, because I'm 50 now, so I'm in that category where it says 50 and older. And so when you're in the 50 and older category, there's different tests you got to take and stuff you got to do when your body stops doing stuff that it's always done. And so you've got to take your supplements and you got to work out and you got to exercise and you got to see the doctor more than you did when you were 30 or 40 years old. And there's a gentleman who came right up to me and he said hi and he recognized my voice and, and he shook my hand and gave me a hug. And then a couple of weeks ago, um, we were at the Washington County Fair. This is hilarious. So it was it was me, Sean, and all the kids at the Washington County Fair a couple of weeks ago. And we were outside and we were hanging out and we were doing our thing. 
And this gentleman came up and he was like, are you Shaletta? And I said, yes. So he said, I recognize the kids. I just wanted to say I listen to your show every Saturday on, on, on WCCO radio. And I really appreciate you. And girl, he must have been a little too young and a little too handsome because um, when Sean uh, came up, he had just went and bought us some um, deep fried pound cake. Uh, when Sean came up, he was like, hey, what are you doing with my wife? And he scared the man off. <laughs> I was like, hey, hey, when I'm talking to a handsome man, I'm your ex-wife, okay? Don't forget that. Don't run off my future uh, ex-husband, okay? (laughs) 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 But it's just so nice to have folks um, who support and listen to our station. Um, And not just me. They support Steve Thompson. He is going to be live from Target Field today. You do not want to miss that. Now, even though he's live from Target Field, he is still doing Tech Talk from 2 to 3. And then Steve has some great guests lined up. Now, Carrie, you have his whole schedule, but I know for sure he has an interview with former manager Ron Gardenhire. So who, who else is he talking to, girl? I'd like to know. Ooh, you know, I, ha- I know he's got some surprises. Um, I know. I, <laughs> I was hoping you'd tell it. I was hoping I'd get you that I could talk fast oh, no, and you would surprises. just accidentally um, tell it. Yeah. I think former oh, shortstop uh, Greg Gagne is going to join him uh, okay, live okay, from the okay. ballpark. Um, yeah. Uh, I haven't I haven't heard. Um, I know. You, you probably don't. You probably can't tell. I know. I it's a, yeah, big, just tune in, everybody. Let's see. No, but for it, real, because Steve, Steve has a great show. Yeah, and it's so exciting for him to be down there because you never know who's going to stop by i mean it's and that's it's the thing great. about being there it's it's so I'm, I'm so glad that everything's opening back up and you can go to the ballpark because you never know who's going to stop by or walk by who's in town and you know what form of player is going to be at the ballpark you know enjoying a beautiful uh saturday afternoon in minnesota so I, i'm sure he's got some treats and some surprises and you just never know somebody might surprise him and then after that the twins pregame starts at 5 30 and then the twins play the Texas Rangers right there um, at Target Field starting at 6.10 p.m. And you can hear that all right here uh, on the home of your Minnesota Twins, News Talk 830 WCCO Radio. Now, Carrie, I have to tell you the craziest thing happened over here. So, um, you know, Andrew turned 16. Can you believe already, girl? 16. He turned 16 um, just last month. And so... um, you know, now that he's 16, he has more options of where he can go and work. You know, he when he was 15, there were only so many places that would hire a 15-year-old. So like um, Target or um, uh, Hy-Vee, they, they don't hire you until you're 16. And so once he turned 16, he said, Mom, I'm going to go and apply for some other jobs that pay a little bit more money than I'm making at McDonald's. Um, and, you know, just kind of gives me more of an opportunity to, um, you know, do some different things. Right. And so he's enjoyed working at McDonald's. He enjoys, you know, talking to folks and being in the drive through and he's learned how to cook burgers and all kinds of cool stuff. Um, and, but, but he wanted to kind of do something a little bit different. So he went to, um, Hy-Vee over here in Cottage Grove and then, you know, the, the Wahlberg's restaurant there inside the, the grocery store, they, they got a sign out that said hiring. And then he went to Kohl's to look for something. And then he went to Target. And so he said, well, mom, you know, they're going to be calling you for reference. Cause you know, he doesn't have too much work history. So reference got to be your mama. <laughs> 
you know, your Sunday school teacher. And so I said, okay, son, well, I'll wait for them to call me. I said, well, have you heard from Target? And he said, yeah, I'm getting ready to do an interview with them now. And I said, well, son, you need to get up there and you need to prep and you need to get ready to talk to the person. And do you know the name of the person that you're talking to? And he looked at me real strange and he said, well, mom, this is how it's set up. Um, They have some questions and you record yourself answering the questions and then you upload them. Look at where we are with the technology, Carrie. Have you ever heard of that? I'd never heard of that. Wow. I'd never heard. And then who watches them? We need to figure this out. This is so interesting. (laughs) Who watches them? What's the process then? What? Girl, I don't know, but we got to find out because, I mean, he had like the list of questions and then he hit the record button on the on the device, on the, on the home computer. And he asked the question and then he answered it and then he went on to the next question and he answered that question. And when he was done, he pressed stop and then he uploaded it. So it's the regular interview questions that I guess an interviewer would ask. But instead of someone being on the other end of that screen... It was just him recording himself, and that's the process. Whoa. I, and he was cool with that. I was like, oh. I'd be, I need somebody to, huh? And and they, you you couldn't like um see the questions ahead of time. You know, you you know, you just kind of saw them. You know, as soon as you popped it on, I guess they don't want you to kind of practice your answer or whatever. So as soon as you got to that next field, then you know you you ask that question or whatever. And, and I just, girl, it's that that's what we are with technology. I mean, we, you know, you, you can just um, answer the interview questions without the interviewer. And, and I don't know how you verify that you are that person. I mean, suppose you got a friend who kind of looks like you, who's better at talking and they go in there and do it for you. I mean, who's to know that this is really Andrew Brundage. Oh, that's yeah. I, I, there's so there. I have so many questions about this. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, that I did changes too. the whole thing. I mean, think like we okay. COVID happened. People were doing Zoom interviews, but now it's not even Zoom. Like you, you just you're not even talking to the person anymore. Mm-mm. Whoa, you're just I recording. Like you're just that. recording yourself. I don't either because we're people. People. Right. So, um, yeah. We're really people. People. We like seeing people. We like being around people. That's why we're in radio. We're communications. We're communicators. But I have a girlfriend. Um, she's an IT person, so she doesn't like talking to people. She likes being in the background. She likes doing her thing without, you know, any kind of spotlight at all. And she's like, "That's perfect for me. I would love that. I would love to just answer your interview questions without being in a in a room with you because like she'll get nervous and her hands will be sweaty and you know she'll come up and visit me and you know us girl we're always doing something going viral a TV camera or something is here and so she's like please when I come please no cameras please don't do anything amazing so that nobody has to come to your house and interview you or me because I just don't want to be around that kind of stuff um, and so she was like oh my god this is perfect I love it I wish that everybody would do it i was like that would drive me up a wall but you know the young kids they are just so used to that technology they've had it on hand since they had pacifiers in their mouths so this is no big deal for andrew because i was like you i was freaked out i was like you mean to tell me you answering interview questions for a job and there's no interviewer they just put the questions up on the screen you record yourself answering them and then you upload it and you don't get to talk i mean suppose somebody has a follow-up question right. you know how you, you you're talking to somebody you're doing interviews and they say something and that triggers you to ask another question yeah. I, I mean if they have follow-up questions 
then do they email you back and have you upload some more? Do they actually call you back? See, it's just, it's, it's, it's too much. It's, yeah. it's, it's, but you said, Andrew, know. to him, that was totally normal. That's, that's just oh. totally normal. And I was, you know, asking a couple of other kids his age. And I'm like, hey, so, you know, you guys are going for your first jobs. And, you know, they're, um, you know, oh, yeah. And it was just like, no, big deal. oh, yeah, they sent out the interview questions. And, and it's not like, you know, we've had applications before where we've had interviews. And there's been like essay style and you know, they ask you something and they expect three to four sentences about, you know, your most challenging and, you know, what are you most proud of? Describe your work style and that kind of thing. But this is not interview. This this is not essay. This is not sentence formation. This is, you know, what an interviewer would be saying or talking to you about. And instead of an interviewer, you just recording yourself. Oh, oh I, I don't think I do too good, girl. I might... <laughs> I might start giggling. I might follow up. I might not answer the question. I might go too long. You do might... your. Uh, you would do your own follow up questions. Girl, okay. Let me now, tell if you. If I was you, <laughs> right? If I was you, I would ask me why um, all of my references are ten years old and why I'm not letting you talk to anybody at my current job. Well, because they don't really even like me. Because. <laughs> See, girl, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even get past. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. Wouldn't get past that part. But hey, don't you get past any part because I have got something amazing coming up that I have got to tell you about. If you are a small business like me, you have small business like I do, and you need some marketing help. Um, you know, trying to find a way to get uh, your business out there to talk about it to let folks know you exist. Guess what? I have got um, an opportunity for you to get that for free. F-R-E-E. I'll tell you how next. If you're looking for something to do, the annual Day of Dignity today uh, started at noon. It goes until 5 p.m. over in North Minneapolis on the corner of Lindale Avenue North and 18th Avenue. The gathering will feature everything from free haircuts to medical help. Um, It's aimed at helping the community get what it needs all in one place, and it is free to attend. Again, that's the Day of Dignity event happening right now till 5 p.m. on the corner of Lindell Avenue North and 18th Avenue. Free haircuts, medical help, um, free food. Um, and it is a family-friendly event, and you'll want to attend. Um, just head on out there, tell them we sent you, and have yourself and your kiddos a good time with your neighbors and friends. Now, um, a lot of you like me out there are small business owners. And, you know, as we budget and and get our business up and running and we're so excited, the one thing that we forget to do is tell everybody we're here. And the one thing that we don't budget for is marketing. I can't tell you how many times uh, my fellow small business owners call me and say, Shaletta, can you please help me? I want to get the word out about Um, my company. I want to let folks know I'm here, that this is what I'm doing and I'm available to provide this service. And and so I I take about five or six of those calls about how they can use social media for free um, to help market their companies um, successfully and in real organic and authentic ways that will engage uh, potential customers. But, you know, oftentimes we really need somebody we need to hire somebody, but but we don't have that kind of capital, those kind of resources if you're just starting out um, in 
um, and with your business. And so I want to tell you about a program that I found out um, about. It's a student marketing project program that partners students with alumni-connected companies and nonprofit organizations to help solve marketing needs. And Kathy Harms is a marketing instructor at Gustavus Adolphus College in St. Peter, Minnesota. And she is joining us now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Professor Harms, thank you so much for being on the Shaletta Show. Thank you for having me on your show. I'm looking forward to our discussion. Now, tell me about the Student Marketing Project Program. It's a unique nine-week program, and your marketing students actually help small business owners and nonprofits get the word out about their companies. Absolutely. So part of my marketing course, I assigned teams of four students to a business, and over the last six years, we've helped 180 organizations and businesses put together a marketing strategy. And so the students are responsible for putting together a project plan, for arranging the meeting times with the business owners, and doing a lot of the research to understand what the business owner, what the business is about, kind of who their competition is, what they've done historically marketing, and then thinking about who they want to target and what is the best way to do that. And, you know, I love this because students um, know how and where the young people are. You know, uh, you know. I, I, before I found out about your program, uh, one of your interns, Hannah, is over here helping me out. And what she has shown me with QR codes and stuff I can do online and, and with my phone is not something that I would have known how to do otherwise. And so I think it, I think it takes a generational effort to get uh, businesses into the new millennium up and running and using those marketing techniques that sometimes only our young people know about because. Uh, uh, look, Professor Holmes, I felt like a dinosaur before Hannah got here. She's like, why do you keep running all over to do that? Why can't you just do that on your phone? See, here's how you do your QR code, and then you put it up online, and you don't need business cards. You could do- And I was like, girl, are you kidding me? And mm, Professor Holmes, that was the first day she got here. <laughs> that is wonderful. Yes, isn't it amazing? And it's amazing what the students know how to do and the marketing they've been exposed to. And bottom line is marketing changes constantly every single day. There's new ways to do it, new people to go after, and once again, all this technology. So, yes, for many of our clients, they're kind of like you. They feel like dinosaurs. And having Mm -hmm. this group of students take a look at their business and say, hey, you know, you could have done it this way or you could get the word out that way. And obviously always keeping in mind we don't want to necessarily have the largest budgets for marketing, right? And so let's figure out the best way and the most effective way to get the word out and get some more clients in the door. And, you know, it saved me money because I was getting ready to order more business cards. And she was like, for what? I said, well, when I go somewhere, like I was going to Estrella Carter, um, she is a realtor. And she was having a meet and greet with her clients and um, the people that she works with and some of the people that she sold homes to at this uh, Mexican restaurant in St. Paul over on Dale Street. And I, you know, was calling and I'm like, I got to get some business cards printed out because when I go, I want to hand these business cards out to people. You know, that's a form of marketing. And so she was like, get a QR code and then that way you can keep it on your phone and people can scan scan it in and it will automatically pull up your information and save it into their phones. I thought, Oh my God, 
Okay, I'm going to hold this girl hostage. She's not coming back uh, to college, uh, Professor Harms. She's going to stay here and keep helping me come up with ways and concepts that I can market my business um, effectively. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm so glad to hear that. But, no, she does still have to get back to class. Now, there are business owners who are listening, and some of them are texting me while I'm on the show. I'm still not sure why folks think that it's okay to call and text and reach out to me while I'm talking on the radio. But they want to know how they can sign up for this. Is it unique to um, St. Peter in in the area, in the region? Or will you be um, able to branch out and help um, more businesses here in the Twin Cities, especially from diverse communities? Yeah, we have helped companies from all over the world. We've actually helped a business in Poland, another one in Ireland. We've done several in California, some in Arizona. So it doesn't matter where you are. And specifically, I am searching for BIPOC businesses for this fall and next spring. And we can have any kind of business. It could be a retailer. It could be a restaurant. And it's very easy to get involved. You just need to go out to the gustavus.edu website. And then you will need to search for economics and management. But on the homepage of our department, there is a link to um, apply for a marketing project by the students. And then once you fill that out, I'll get in touch with them and we'll have a discussion to answer any questions that they might have about it. And that is how we get the companies for the students. And then once the semester gets started, the students actually get to vote or rank their companies. So you're always getting a team that has a passion or is interested in what your business is about. And then they're working through it during the semester, and the final presentations for the fall will be the first week of December. And once again, you don't have to come down to campus. We can do it remotely, and you'll get a complete report and a complete presentation at that time. Well, I just can't thank you enough for the work that you are doing to help small businesses and how you reached out to me so that you could reach out to um, BIPOC businesses here in the Twin Cities to provide that free marketing help with your students over at Gustavus Adolphus College. Uh, We've been talking to Professor Kathy Harms on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. We'll be right back. Before I um, let you go, I wanted to dedicate this show to Jason Clopton. He was the host of the Teen Whisperer podcast on ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com, and sadly, he has um, passed away. He had a battle with cancer, um, and he fought so hard and so diligently um, for his daughters, his two young girls, um, and his wife, his family, and his community. Um, But he passed away this uh, morning during the show. I got a note from my friend uh, Brandy Powell AKSTP and she said hey I'm hearing that that Jason passed away and I sent her a note back and said hey um, I have not heard um, from his wife today but I'll check in and when I got on his Facebook page um, I saw all the RIPs and the last time I talked to his wife he was not doing well Um, he had been at Mayo Clinic Uh, for quite some time and uh, was not getting any better. The prognosis was not great. And so he went to St. Louis for uh, experimental cancer treatment Um, and uh, was hoping that this experimental treatment would um, be the breakthrough that he needed 
on his road to recovery. And instead of recovering, he is resting in the bosom of Jesus. And so the um, entire family at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is mourning his loss. He um, was a constant figure on CCO Radio. Um, He was a licensed uh, professional counselor here in the Twin Cities. Um, And he specialized in in young people and especially children um, who had difficulty um, in school and children who were at risk and children who, you know, basically everybody had given up on. Um, He was able to help those kids um, reach their full potential. And so people start calling him the teen whisperer because he could reach kids, trouble kids where their parents and educators and other counselors couldn't. And so that's the the brand he took on. And and so when I created um, my podcasting platform, um, he was one of the first hosts, um, Jason Clopton, host of the Teen Whisperer podcast. And he was so excited about his journey um, and reaching out to even more people um, through this platform. And he um, had uh, uh, an idea to um, reach kids during COVID after George Floyd died and before Dante Wright was shot and killed to have something called the teen talk tour because for so many young people um, folks were talking to them but nobody was listening so this was an opportunity for young people to come and talk and be heard and the first time he did it um, we didn't know what to expect you know we thought okay maybe a couple of kids are showing up they got to give up their lunch break for this you know And, and we're not giving them any gift cards or anything they just got to show up. This is not going to work out. Well, it did. Better than we could have ever expected. Hundreds of kids logged on virtually to somebody who looked like them, right, uh, who was listening. Um, it was a judgment-free zone. And these kids opened up and then poured their hearts out to him. And some of them who had never thought about going to counseling signed up and said they wanted to talk more to see somebody. And it got them to thinking about their mental health. And so um, Jason has definitely made a difference. He has made an impact on teens and parents in this community. And he will be greatly and truly and sorely missed, not just by me and his fellow podcasters, um, but by this entire community. And so I ask you to keep Jason Clopton and his family um, and his young children, two young daughters and his beautiful wife, Maria, in our thoughts and prayers today please hug your family members tight and let them know you love them because tomorrow is not promised to any of us my friend steve thompson is up next thanks for listening to the shaletta show